Brought to you by Kirby Medical Center. A CrossFit coach, Jordan Barney, and a soccer coach, Dan Berkebile, bring you their insights into physical fitness, mental preparation, and ways to improve your life. And now, your view from above, the coaching perch. All right, Coach Burke here. Uh, I'm with Coach B. Hello. Hey. And JK, Coach Kitchen. Coach Keller. Hello. That was awkward. Hello. It's been a while. We got to kind of get back in the routine of things. Well, we told ourselves we wouldn't say it's been a while. Yeah. We'll get back to it. So but just act like it's been going. <laughs> yeah. We didn't skip a beat. So I've been thinking a lot about like James Clear and establishing habits and casting your identity. We've talked about all this before. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's been soccer season for me. So that's been my identity. Hockey started a little sooner for the boys. So it was kind of bleeding into soccer season. We even had to miss a bunch of uh, hockey because it was like DJs and soccer. It's like, I'm sorry, this is soccer season. And so now that that's over, um, pharmacy's been super busy. So it's like, that's over. Now I can maybe either form a new identity or I can keep casting the same votes. And so what does that look like? And so part of that's getting back into the gym. You know, I, I really just kind of ran out of time. I just couldn't get in there. So what does that look like for me? And, you know, James Clear talks about like, make it easy. Like, even if it's just showing up, putting your shoes on, that's starting the habit. So this has been like in my mind, just like, how do I reestablish what I want to do? I obviously want to get in the gym, but at the same time, like I'm still a dad, so I'm still going to cast those votes. I'm still going to drive to hockey and do all these things. But what do I need to do to, I do want to be a crossfitter. I do want to cast that at vote. So I need to be better about that. So, you know, it's also like getting into the workout and coach Keller, your coach me the other day. I'm like, I'm just kind of holding back here. Like I can't just go in full bore because it's going to knock me out and that's going to be, I'm not going to be able to cast votes in that sense. So uh, here we are podcasting again. So one of the things to be accountable is, is publicly say what you're going to do. So is this, do we shoot for like twice a month? We were doing every oh, week. Yeah. I, we, I think, yeah, just being realistic, just with, like you said, our putting casting votes in other areas right now. You know, I think if you say twice a month, that takes a little bit of pressure off. Like, oh, it has to be every month or every other Monday. Like we just, okay. Inside the month, we'll try to get two done. I think that's reasonable. And so as you cast that vote in your identity, then you can go with it further. Yeah. You can get in the gym more. You can take higher and, and do that. So, so Coach Keller, you have gotten engaged since we've last got on, yes? Yeah, I have. Tell me about that. So, yeah, I'm engaged now. Fiance. Um, my fiance. It's, I was going to say boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it still feels so weird to say. But I actually saw something the other day where it's like when you're engaged, the word fiance just feels like a flex on everybody. Like it doesn't feel natural to say. <laughs> but yeah, um, his name's Cole and we've been dating for five and a half years. And yeah, I mean, I knew it was going to be coming within like the next year, but I was definitely surprised on the engagement. I didn't think it was going to happen on the day that it happened, but I had a little bit of suspicion because he played it off being like, oh, yeah, let's go get some uh, like, let's go get some pictures taken of, you know, us and our dog, Tig. And I'm like, uh, that sounds weird. That's nothing he would ever plan himself. Yeah. And what, so, what guy does that? Yeah. Dude, exactly. the funniest part about this already is she's already, once she heard that, she came in the next day. She goes, so I think I'm getting engaged this weekend. And I'm like, oh, what is this? And she's like. Well, Colt asked if I want to take pictures with Tig this weekend. And I'm like, oh, you're definitely getting engaged this weekend. Uh, yeah. So I did tell Jordan, I was like, this just seems really weird. Like, and I said to Cole, I was like, this seems sketchy. And he's like, what do you mean it seems sketchy? Like, he's like, oh my gosh, no, I'm not going to like do it right then. They're like, it's your Emma's birthday, which is like my best friend. It was her birthday. We were planning to go to like dinner that night. And so I was like, he wouldn't propose to me right before Emma's birthday. So that's what made me stop from thinking. At first I was like, he's going to. And I'm like, no, he's not going to do it, like, right before her birthday dinner. 
uh, yeah, he ended up doing it, and the birthday dinner ended up being a lie, and he ended up, like, renting out, um, there's, like, this coffee and wine bar type thing, is the yo-yos in Muhammad, he ended up renting out, like, part of yo-yos, and our family, Emma, my best friend, was there, a bunch of her friends were there, so that was, like, a really big surprise, because I didn't know he was going to do any of that, so it was really fun. That's cool. Fun night, so. Do you have a, how'd you meet? Is there a fun story behind this? Um, we actually met, so we did technically go to high school together. He was a grade below me in high school, but I didn't know him until I met him at the old CrossFit gym I used to go to. So, uh, we had like a mutual friend, his best friend, Ben, that I knew, and we were like two houses down. He lived like two houses down from us, but we were working out and like we were workout partners and then like Cole was there and then I like I was like this guy's just kind of like really quiet so I just wasn't really about him but then we ended up talking and like we all started working out together and then yeah then we started dating then we made it through college and then lived together and now here we are and isn't there a video of Cole in the background like at a competition yes yeah yes I remember, yeah I did one CrossFit competition in the past because it was um Jake had it was the Festivus Games and if you like won the year before, they wouldn't let you do it again the year after. or some There was some yeah. weird like rule like that. So Jake had already signed up, and he didn't know. And they were like, well, we can't refund you, but you can um, give it to somebody else. So Jake ended up putting my name down. He was like, oh, yeah, by the way, you're doing a CrossFit competition on this day. It was like two weeks before. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I'd only been doing CrossFit for like six months, maybe maybe a little bit longer. It was like six months. I didn't know much at all. And I was like so nervous. But there's a video of me doing it was like a one rep max power clean and cole was in the background i didn't even know who he was yet i didn't even know who he was but he's like cheering me on in the background and it's so funny like looking back on it he's just in the corner he's like yeah <laughs> but he knew that i was at the same gym that he was at but we were like on opposite workout time so i didn't even know do you still have this video oh i still have all the videos from that competition i did can you share it on the facebook group i can yes my power clean looks Horrible, by the way. <laughs> I say, I'd love to see a comparison now of just how it looks. Yeah. Like, that'd be kind it of... was my second time ever cleaning. Like, ever. I have the video of, like, the first time I ever did. There's, like, my brother, my dad, my dad's friends were trying to help me. And there's a video that I have. It's, like, 18 minutes long of them doing power cleans and them showing me how to do one. And then I did one. I'm like, that's <laughs> so bad. But Hopefully a lot know. better right now. Right? Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, Coach B, we hung out with Cole. I, I approve. He was fun at the CrossFit game. So, oh, so, fun. <laughs> so you've you've gotten a Mustang. What else? Have, what's what's new? Tell me about this Mustang. Not that I care about cars. Oh, Sorry. I can talk you, about all you that. You driving so. in the winter? No, no. It's we just changed the insurance to storage, so it's officially out for the next few months. But it's been. I love it. It's I feel like for me a dream come true. It's I literally once we got it, I told Tabs I'm like I feel like I've always wanted to have like a third car that I could just have my own like way with and do it what I wanted. And I still remember when I got it, you know, it was funny because Tabitha's first response was, Oh, I didn't think our first convertible would be um, green and have a hood scoop. So that's really funny, but no, it's going good. It's fun. Was that your Christmas present early? Um, I'd say more anniversary present. Um, we kind of had this, this is kind of fun. It's kind of like manifesting it. We agreed that the five year mark that we try to get a convertible um, as long as, you know, we were good with our money and, Everything kind of had lined up perfectly, and uh, this was the year that I kind of looked ahead a little bit. I was like, you know, we said five years, and, you know, I'm obviously not going to forget that. Um, she may have forgotten it originally, but I was not going to let that slide. <laughs> um, and then, so I just kind of looked around. Didn't know exactly what I wanted at first. I definitely was leaning towards Mustang. I just couldn't decide on the year, and 
being a convertible, it's like you have to be, you know, it's a it's a cloth top, so you have to look for one that was taken care of, and you know, so there's a lot of just looking that I did, and I kind of I think I reached out to, I'd say four or five people, like not a ton, but and just comparing prices and trying to figure out what the value was, and um, yeah, I I, I always like this kind of body style of Mustang. I do like the one that's a little bit newer, just like the 2005s, but this was definitely high up on my list. So, yep, went to Vandalia, got it. Have you done any work to it? A lot, actually. Yep. Um, I, without yep, without going into it too far, but you what? should you should say what what's coming into the future for your Mustang. Why are you smiling? I don't know what you're talking about. Yet. There's always you're, there's always something. It's gonna be amazing. Oh. <laughs> I feel like that's very fitting for this. It, it this is. is it is. It this is. is. This is big news. I've, I've done a lot of work to it, um, and just got it cleaned up. Just kind of when. I'm just one of those people that when you get something that's from somebody else, it's like, I want to make it mine. So I obviously like detailed the crap out of it because that's a side business of mine anyway. So I'm like, you know what? I'll put a ton of work into this, clean it up. And then I have replaced the whole brake system at this point, new shocks, um, kind of updated a couple pieces that were kind of messed up. But um, I basically got it back to a really, really good position. Well, what Jordan's bringing up is I wanted to, to get like a magazine that I could like look at for Mustangs outside of, um, American Bustle, and that's like a place where you buy all the Mustang parts. Um, so I reached out to this magazine called Stang Magazine, and I just emailed them like, hey, because like, on their website, there was no way to like pre-order or do anything. So I was like, hey, like, how do I get on like a subscription or something like that to be able to get this when it comes out? And he's like, well, send, your, send a picture of your Mustang in, and we'll go from there. I'm like, I said, I just wanted to, to get the magazine. He's like, well, go ahead and send it anyway. So I actually went through my photos because I've taken quite a few, and – I kind of like cleaned them up a little bit, made them look a little nicer, sent them over, and the 2024 edition of Stang Magazine, the Mustang will be in it. So um, I had to give it a nickname. Nickname's Evergreen. Okay. Yep. It was, it's funny. I sent it to Tabitha. It's legit. It's really cool. Really cool. <laughs> as sexist as this may sound, do those magazines still have like the women in bikinis on top of them? Because uh, my I, grandpa had those like growing maybe up. Maybe <laughs> some. At least outside from looking at it, it looks like, and even the picture I have on like the example they showed me, it's literally like a black background with a little like Cobra and then it has three pictures of Mustang and like a little write up. There's no pictures of that, but I, I don't know. I've never seen the magazines. They didn't ask for that in your picture. No, no pictures of Tabitha on a, on a car. I was know. thinking maybe Polo short shorts, <laughs> like he might be willing, you know, Yeah, <laughs> they would have rejected that one. Um, my wife did see Tabitha driving it with Walter and she texted Tabitha. She's like, you look good in that. Like, or that's for just for you. So yeah, it's uh, really cool. It's a really fun car. Uh, JK held the uh, trivia. Tell me about that, how that went. Oh, it was so fun. I think people had a really good time. So the gym hosted trivia night. And whose idea was this? Oh, I guess I should I back guess, this up. I don't know if it was that mine was or not. That I don't even know. All Jordan's idea. Give her credit. <laughs> I think we were trying to come up with like events to do. And we were like, what's something we can do like before the Christmas party? And I don't know. I guess it was trivia. And we did things that we did a CrossFit category, but we did other categories too. So I had... Um, a music category and like some of that was like playing clips of music but most of it was like about random questions like I think one of them was like what is Hank Williams like backup band called or yeah I think it was that um and then we had a music category history crossfit food science and food science and then we had a pop culture category but I think they were into being like six teams teams, in total and like each team was like stacked with Five to seven. Five to seven. Um, 
but yeah, it went really good. It was really fun. And I think we're going to plan on doing another one after the open sometime. Cause I mean, now that I've ran one before, it's doesn't take much work. The hardest part is like coming up with questions that are like well-balanced for everybody, but it ended up being a really good time. So who won? Um, it was a team with Karen Stiverson, the Hornbacks, uh, Stivey's Bay- Angels. Yes, it was Stivey's Angels. Yeah. yeah. Karen, the Hornbacks, uh, Bailey and her husband were on it. And then Caitlin Yoakum, yep. which she is like a secret, like trivia, trivia junkie. Nice. Was Steve there? Coach Steve? He was there. So he was got Mark all the music too. categories right, I'm sure. I yeah, I, I wish I had like saved the answer sheets because I had Melissa. She helped me with all the scoring. So I only saw like a couple of the answers and of course we're like getting like they're like, huh. Like this is all <laughs> they got second. Uh I'm pretty sure Steve's team got second. Yeah. It was like Steve, Mark, Fred, um McConkeys. Yeah, the McConkeys, Kate Caitlin. Fisher, yeah. Kelly Buchanan. Nice. Yeah. It was fun. Mm-hmm. You'll definitely have to the next one we do, you'll have to come because it's And it was cool because she had like his little built in breaks for like People brought, like, snacks and stuff, and they were obviously, like, drinks people could bring on their own. And during the break, people would just go grab a little bit of food, sit down, talk, hang out. Uh, Patrick McConkey ordered pizza for everybody. It it was nice because there was just enough people that you could have, like, a little party. And mm-hmm. it was um, – obviously, hopefully, it's bigger next time, but it was it was a really good time. Yeah, it was fun. Very cool. Coach B, what else is new? Oh, geez. Everything. Uh, Walter's going up so fast. <laughs> no, I, I mean, honestly – we, with the gym, we we're just trying to like keep things kind of relevant and try to make sure that we're offering a balanced, um, balanced way of events for people. So, you know, there's kind of this procedure that we like to follow. That's we want to make sure people have educational opportunities, um, social opportunities, and competitive opportunities. Um, so, honestly, I feel like what's on our um, kind of radar right now is the Christmas party. But then we got to plan, you know, the January liftoff into the open and then make sure it's balanced with other things. But <clears throat> I feel like for the gym, that's kind of like the, um, the big focus right now for the Christmas party. And then kind of things that are going new. Um, Sarah Gordo is doing really, really good. We just added, um, every, basically the second and fourth Saturday, we added a new class. Um, it's the membership hasn't grown significantly, but their, their attendance is really good for the membership. So, um, I know it's crazy to think of percentages on such a small scale, but like we have like 15 memberships and we see um, like 10 to 12 of them every time we have a class. So it's like such a great percentage that I'm hoping to build off of that. Um, in January, we're also in Cerro Gordo going to be working with the schools a little bit more. Um, I believe Andrew just told this to in his uh, meeting the other day to publicly. So it, it is going to happen. We know that um, I met with the PE teachers at Cerro Gordo and um, kind of tossed this idea about um, building CrossFit into the curriculum um, over there. So um, January 8th is currently our start date for that. Um, I'm still working on building it a little bit to, because the teacher, the PE teachers aren't involved in CrossFit, so it's trying to make get them to a spot where they understand what we're trying to get to, um, that they can believe in it, and then pass that along to the kids and give them a really good experience. Um, Starting off a little hot. Uh, we're going to be doing every week, every Wednesday over there, the the entire day. So <laughs> I'm going to be like basically a um, school employee for one day a week um, from 8 to 2.30, basically. So 
Yeah, that's a little wild, but it's going to be exciting. So I'm just thinking, like, PE, normally they do, like, they'll do roller skating for three weeks, and they'll do, you know, floor hockey for three weeks. Um, but that sounds like that's not the thing. It's just every Wednesday they're going to be lifting weights. Yeah, and we still have – I've only had one meeting with them. So we still have things to work through. Um, they do have their, like, fitness side. But I didn't want this to be created just for um, – because typically in those settings it's mostly athletics, mostly – um, people who are in a sport. And as we know, CrossFit is not meant for that. It's meant for as many people that want to be a part of it as possible. Um, so we want to have a balance of getting it to everybody. So Wednesdays, based on their schedule, um, it's better. It's a better blend for their school. Like that's how they do it already. It's not like, oh, here's fitness class this time. It's, it's like, no, everybody does basically the same PE class because their range is like sixth grade to seniors. So it's kind of an odd um, – grade range two. Um, so again, I'm still thinking through it a little bit on like what it's exactly going to look like. Uh, because every hour, I only get them for like 35 minutes, but every hour, um, is a different blend of grades. So it might be like sixth and seniors mm. one class. And then wow. next class, junior seniors, next one, like six, seven. It's, it's so weird, but like that's, I don't know how I'm not in the school system. So I don't know how they work and all that stuff. My job is just to, give them a really good experience just like we do at the gym. So, um, yeah, we'll see how it's going to go. But the idea is that we are blending all those classes together. Um, there are a couple days that I can already imagine where we're probably going to have to split the class in half. 20 people is like the maximum they have in a PE class. So really, because it's not a big school. So I'm actually really thankful that we're not running into like 40. Like, oh, man, that'd be, that'd be tough. Um, but 20, it's okay. I could split them 10 and 10. I could have 10 people. I could create a... Um, a lifting session and then a workout and then have them each start in two places, work with the teachers a little bit and then flip. Right. And the teachers are going to be helping me. It's not, I'm on my own doing this thing. Cause I, I don't think that would work. I need buy-in from them. So um, yeah, we'll see how it goes. I really, I really believe it's going to work. It's just going to be a lot of um, front loading a little bit and working pretty hard up front. So you have to keep us up to speed on, on how that goes at Sir Gordo. I'd be interested how it breaks down. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I was going to talk about is, is have you guys thought about topics? And I know you two talked about just hopping on the two of you, which I think people would be interested in. So any topics that people have asked you or any, have you even thought this far of, of topics we want to cover uh, now that we're obligated to our uh, two episodes a month? I, would, I have not heard anybody say anything, but I think uh -huh. it's probably lack of relevancy. Like, right, we're not we haven't been doing it. Sure. So people aren't going to bring up information of what to do. Um, I think we talked about in the past, like my idea was like maybe like putting something out there and people can like ask questions about things that we talk about where it's like we can just answer questions about and people could throw in like how to not get burnout or I was going to say, I think burnout is like another one that we've talked about in the past, which is always good to go over. And it's a good reminder for everybody. Um, I know we talked about I, this. Was, again, this was a while ago, but I think revisiting we Andrew and I are actually working on a couple ideas for next year for educational opportunities to possibly run like a possible seminar, like ran by us coaches. Um, mainly what would be nice. Um, Cause I think there's still a gap of um, understanding what CrossFit is. And I think that um, it, it can be hard. It's cause some people just like, all right, okay, get in, get out, call it good. Like, okay, I, I got my day started with a workout. Well, we talk about being intentional about movement and, and stimulus and things like this. So, Probably just good to revisit, um, again, what CrossFit is and why maybe you're doing it. You know, in prep course, are the first question we ask them 
is why are you here? And I think the why, we've talked about some podcasts before, the why can slip away. And you're talking about, you know, finding your identity again. And I think that's, I think people forget that you have to be intentional about things in general, right? Um, you're already just saying like, okay, like I want to cast my vote here. It's like you're intentionally thinking about, oh, podcast. Oh, I want to I want to be better at podcasting. So I'm going to put some effort here. And then, oh, I'm ready to get back to being a CrossFit. Oh, but, but I've got to be a dad. So I need to invest here. It's like if you're skating by not being intentional about things, I think that's where people get lost. And it's like, no, you have to think about things. Diet. You have to constantly think about what you're eating. It never gets to the point. Okay, for some people it might, where it's just kind of natural. Like, oh, I just naturally eat good, and I don't have to think about it. Like, that's a pretty rare scenario. So um, I think that'd be good, just visiting the why. And, and that's so hard because we all want six-packs abs, but is that truly what you want? Because what comes with that is, like, you've really got to hone in on your diet. You've got to hone – like, and that comes at the expense of other things, and you can't just want it all and not be able to you, – you've got to cast your votes and use your time wisely. We don't have the infinite amount of time, so um, it's very easy to want things. It's in you know, a soccer. It's my guys. They all want to start. They all want to score goals, but that's easy to want. It's like can you cast your votes and actually progress towards that, and, and that's difficult. So JK was whispering. He's like, well, you need to tell us what, what's going on with you. So – I will talk about soccer um, from what I can, I guess, remember, you know, and it, it is a time of reflection, like what happened? What do you need to do better? And so we were, we ended up 10, 11 and one. So we just, we we're just shy of 500. And so I really wanted to get back to 500. We started off horrible. Like we, we lost uh, like maybe our first five matches. Like we sprinkled one win in there. So we're like one and five, like we dug a hole early. So a number of things I was trying to find a line lineup that worked. Um, I had a lot of seniors, and so I was like, oh, we're going to have a great year. Like, But I guess I failed to realize <laughs> a handful of these seniors had not really seen playing time. Why they had the age, they didn't have the game experience. And so I kind of discounted that, I think. And even just, you know, I had a couple of New Year players, and so to get them kind of up to speed on things. And um, we had a couple injuries here and there, um, but we were making a lot of mistakes. We were losing matches rather than the other team winning. Like, it was just... I tried to play kind of the old way we did last year, and I just, after a while, I was like, we can't do this anymore. Like, I just don't have the same team I did last year. And so that was like a, a coaching thing of just being stubborn and like, this is the style I want to play. I want to have high ball possession. And like, we just couldn't do it. Like, and we do it in practice. We do okay. And then get to games, and it just, it didn't translate. And a lot of learning in, in that sense. And I told the guys, I'm like, I'm usually very good at predicting like how good we're going to be. And I was like, we got all these seniors. Um, some of the other teams are kind of down. At least I thought they were. And I was like, well, we're going to have a good year. And it did not meet my expectations. Um, so now I'm kind of going back to the drawing board of what did I do, do wrong? What can I do better? Um, and, and the tricky thing we have right now, and I think the other high school sports are, are seeing this, is there's not a lot of athletes at the junior sophomore level at, at the high school, at least for males. So the football team had lower numbers, like just it, it, you see it in this in basketball. So it's like I didn't have necessarily that middle crowd to help supplement varsity. And so a lot of the teams are, are working through that. So for whatever year, the Monticello population was not reproducing very much or <laughs> I don't know what it was. Um, I've seen those commercials where like the Cubs won the World Series. And then so like the population in Chicago goes yeah. up tenfold because uh, they all partied and had a good time. And, <laughs> um, so I digress. But um so I had a really good, um, like 10 sophomore or freshmen and they came out to the CrossFit gym, uh, a lot of them. So you could tell even from the get go, these freshmen want to work and I don't shy away from playing freshmen. 
So they they sniffed the field and they got to play a little bit. But you could always there's always some limitation, whether it was speed, strength, even technical ability. I had one kid. By technical ability, I mean just being able to dribble the ball, pass the ball, shoot the ball. Super technical, great skills, but just wasn't very quick. So I could get him in there, he'd pass and distribute, but to get him to cover ground or get him to match up against other players, it just it was so limited. So it was like, you've got the skills, now we got to build on the speed. Whereas I had some other kids that had some speed, but they need, they were like almost faster than they were dribbling the ball. So it's like the ball would like end up behind him because he was so fast with it. Um, Isaac Okadis, who who came, you know. So I was like, Isaac, like you've got it, but we, yeah, we just got to tone in. Yeah. That's super encouraging to have a big group of freshman kids that, that want to work, and they were just like anxious to get in and contribute. And so it's like when you have that as a coach, you're like, okay, I've got something that I can work with here. And and that's a little bit why I got out of coaching the girls is I, I, I like coaching the girls because they don't have the ego. Like guys, they don't want to look bad, but girls, like you tell them, hey, I want you to use your left foot. It may not look pretty, but go ahead and do it, and the girls will do it. Guys, they do not want to do that. They want to use their right foot to look pretty. So I was like, that was so much fun. But then in the summer, I couldn't get the girls to show up and work. And so it's like, if, if they're not going to put the time into it, like I'm just going to get frustrated and we're going to be miserable. So I kind of had to kind of let that go. Now the girls are, the girls seems really competitive and they're, they're doing a great job. But, um, so, but when you have a group that you can work with, it's like, okay, now we got something to build off of. So we will be very young the next couple of years. Yeah. Um, and may get our butts kicked, but I think we'll come out on the end of it uh, uh, stronger. So, but I am asking myself, okay, like we probably should have done more in the off season. Probably should have played more. Um, now you can't get all the kids. Other kids have they cast votes towards baseball, towards basketball. So yep. it's not like they're always going to purely be devoted to you, and you just got to accept that. Um, but some of your better players are multi-sport athletes. It's just trying to get them to also fit soccer in when they can. So I'm asking myself, like, where are my opportunities to be better? You know, and some of that is like I need to delegate. Like I can't do it all. I can't show up and open the gym up all the time um, for them to go and play indoor soccer. So I gotta lean on my assistant coach. I gotta lean on other people to do that. And so that's just my reflection period right now. Um, you know, it's good to take a break, but at the same time, like you, if you're gonna be a really good team, like you gotta invest in it. And um, just as we do, in, you know, the CrossFit gym, like we've gotta really focus and hone in on it. And maybe that's why we do the podcast to kind of help ourselves, like process, like. What do we need to do to get better? So yeah, I would say, in my opinion, when we are doing the podcast, I do very, I feel a lot more intentional with just other things other than the gym, which is kind of, I think this helps us out a lot as well. So I'll be excited to see your next few years. Good learning experience. It's like, yeah, when you've had a couple of really, really successful years, it's like, yeah, it's a little bit of a gut check and be like, okay, like we have to do it maybe a little differently. Like that's good reflection. So we did get St. Joe. Um, <clears throat> last year we were way better than St. Joe, and they beat us one nothing. They got they got kind of this fluky goal, and then they just kind of packed it in. Really good goalkeeper. So they stole on senior night. They stole a victory and knocked us from second place in the conference down to fourth. So I was like that stunk, and everybody hated it. Well, this year they're fifteen and six. We go to their place. They have brand new turf, and they they wanted to do a night game. I was like, yeah, I love night games. So they do their senior night there, and tons of fans. They build it up. Well, we just dominated them. Like we won three to two. They got a couple goals late, but it was great match. And they they only wanted to play through three, three players, and they played them up top. And I'm like, guys, we have our five guys to their three. You five guys do your job all night, and we we'll, we got it. So like, we out schemed them, like outplayed them, like it was awesome. So we turn around, beat them. We go to second in the conference. They go to fourth. Like we returned the favor, even though they were maybe more skilled. I don't know. Um, like so that was good. So there's always a couple victories you hang your hat on, but like. 
we would beat teams like that, and then we turn around and beat a team or lose to a team that was like sub five hundred, and it's like guys, like you're just making mistakes, and like so, just that not a lot of consistency, and and so just something to work on, I guess. So, Coach B, I've had this in my office forever. Um, It is Gary Brennan's um, like article about his CrossFit journey. Mm -hmm. I didn't know if we want to read it. It's a lot of words. Okay. Um. (laughs) Well, I'm just saying maybe we can like if you want. Um, we can post the story has been posted to our page. I know that, um, that's our main set of listeners, but I feel like posting this would probably be more beneficial than reading it just because it is really long. Yeah. Reading it, I guess, I think it gets probably people probably space out a little bit. Um, but or it's a, like maybe a paragraph. It's really cool. I'm trying to, is there a specific paragraph? Maybe it's basically about how Dr. Wong like was telling Gary, you need to do CrossFit. You need to do CrossFit. And He's like, no, I don't need to do it. And then let's see. Maybe I can read part of it. After two and a half years of ignoring the advice of Dr. Huang, I ran out of excuses. I reached out to Jordan Barney at KMC Active. I knew nothing about CrossFit and had a million questions. Did I need to exercise a little first or prepare my body in any way? Did I need to buy special equipment? Should I pray? Jordan did a great job of assuring me that CrossFit was for everyone. And if I made a commitment and trusted him and the other coaches, I would be fine that it would change my life for the better in many ways. So, yeah, and then he goes on, and he's like, I was stubborn at first and finally came around to it, and he's like, I'm so glad I did. Yeah, and I think Gary is, we've, when this first came out, I remember we talked about it quite a bit, and just the the belief he's had in himself, and he he goes in ups and downs too, you know, just he's a real human being, you know, that he had his um, two years of just huge growth in, in CrossFit physically, mentally, and, you know, getting through, you know, hard things in his life. And, you know, the thing is, is it's hard sometimes. So, you know, there are days he come in and he's not feeling it. And um, we've talked to him just like, Hey, like, you know, when you're in a rut, like your job is to show up and have a good time, like enjoy it. Like this, this is not supposed to be a miserable experience. Like, and if it is there, there's a, there's an assessment you need to have like for yourself. Like, okay, like recheck, like, why am I here? Again, we talked about why at the very, very beginning and Gary, he's done so good, you know, and honestly, Recently, he was in a rut. You know, he's lost, you know, however many pounds it was, 70 pounds in, like, three years. And um, he can do pull-ups. He just front-squatted 200-something pounds for two today. I just saw that. Um, he can do unassisted pull-ups. He can, just things you could, you never think you would do at, you know, the age he is. And, like, it works. You know, it's, it's it, to me, it shows the dedication to his hard work. It's not luck. It's just pure effort. And um, Gary just is such a big success story for um, – showing what CrossFit can do for your life. And I, I do say can because it doesn't work for everybody because it takes some mental fortitude, and he has it. And Evelyn, you know, she's t- – the coolest thing is to have a doctor be like, you should go do CrossFit. Like, that's just, yeah. that's just a cool <laughs> concept. And, you know, I think at Kirby we we know the doctors can do that and will do that. Um, but to, to see a story that it worked, um, it's really cool, really cool. So speaking of Dr. Wong, I told her, I'm like, hey, I'm coaching Thanksgiving Day. You should come. So she brought her kids, and she showed up. I saw this oh, Zen planner that. and saw her name. I go, what is this? And then Tabitha was like, yeah, she, she brought her kids. And like, I was like, that is so cool. Like, so coaching failure or thing to learn from. So I'm kind of getting back in the swing of things. I've maybe taught, I don't know, four or five classes in the past month. So, JK, you text me. You're like, do you want to program? You want me to program the workout for you? So did you come up with this, JK, the, the Thanksgiving workout? <laughs> JB, you did? JB did. <laughs> In my defense, I'm going to get this out there right now. I didn't 
I did it based off of the numbers that we had last year on the specific day. The only difference was last year we did open gym. We scheduled it as open gym, and then where there was a workout programmed, right? Oh, yeah. So you ended up doing, like, the three-headed dragon, Yep. Right? It was, yeah, like, the, the girls were – like, three different oh, girls. Oh, Thanksgiving the, yeah. with the girls. Yeah, Thanksgiving with the girls. So – because we went back and looked at all this. And so I had 16 people. And I was like, okay, like, I can, I can make this work for 16 people. So we made, it again, a, a calorie burner. That was the whole intention. And, um, okay, so I just wanted to set that as the ground. <laughs> up okay. okay. So, so the workout is <laughs> – Ski for 21 calories, and then you do a jump rope for 23 20, reps or 20, 21. 23, 23, 23, 23, yeah. And then you get on the rower, do calories, you jump rope, and then you row. And so you, you guys send me the workout. I was like, whatever, because I didn't want to do it. I was like, you guys just do it for me, and I'll, I'll coach it. Yeah. So there's 18 signed up that night. I'm like, okay, well, we've got 15 skiers. So I'm like, okay, we can, we can make this work. So I'm kind of setting up in the morning. And then I did the 21 calories on the, the bike, and it is like, well, it's like I really pushed the pace. It would be like a minute 30. If I just kind of did a normal pace, two minutes, then if I was very slow, 2.30. So I multiply that by three. I'm like, oh, gosh, each round's going to be seven to ten minutes. And there's eight rounds of this. I'm like, this is going to go an hour. And so what I did, I failed to, to tell the class that. Like I, that was in my mind. I'm like, hey, I, you need to spend about two minutes per machine I didn't. I just blew by that and didn't even tell the class. So I don't know that they had any idea of how long this was going to be. But I told them that my saving grace was, I'm like, hey, like it's it's a holiday. If you need to duck out early, like don't worry, don't don't hang around. Just wipe your stuff down. You can go. And so we uh, then people just keep trickling in, trickling in, trickling in. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have enough stations. I don't have enough bikes. I don't have you know. And so I was like, all right, if you are a runner, get to this side of the building and. So, because I didn't have a ski erg. So instead of erg, instead of skiing, they, they ran. Yeah. And so I'm trying to get everybody to stand next to their bike or rower, and they all just want to talk. So they're like clumping oh, together. Man. 30 people on a holiday. Yeah, and that's so chat central. I'm like, get here, get here. And I guess <laughs> Bailey's like, this guy's a dictator. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I thought I was doing a good job at least trying to round all these cats up. Yeah. And so luckily enough, there was enough people that were willing to run instead. So it goes, I think my workout was like 70 minutes. Um, some people did 45 minutes. So I think people appreciated the long workout for the holiday, but I gave them no heads up on that. Yeah. So I think partway through, they're like, oh gosh, this is going to be a while. Like, uh, So coaching, I guess, a failure. Um, but I, yeah, I, I'll fun. take some blame though. I'll take some blame on that one because no. of the amount of people. I did not program that for 30 people. We have five skiers. Like I would never have programmed it for 30 people. Again, in my head, I'm like, to me, so proud of our people for showing up because that was really cool to see. But yeah, I was like, oh, sorry, Dan. <laughs> like Tabitha came home at 9.30 and she left at 7.40 or something like that. She came home like, I said, did you get stuck talking to somebody? She goes, no. Like there were 30 people. And she, as soon as she said that, I like wide eyed. I'm like, oh no. Like I did not. <laughs> it, it's like poor Dan has, yeah, coached three times in the past month. Thanksgiving day. Like, oh, this should be an easy, like holiday Enjoyable workout. Enjoyable day. So fun. <laughs> Oh yeah, but it's stressful. Yeah, I can hurt the cats, but uh, <laughs> oh, dude, like, there's no coaching notes. And then um, I knew I knew I had to do a quick warm up, and so it was just like, but still getting everybody where they need to be. It just took longer. Um, so we had a good time, and just for them to like burn calories on yep. it that yeah. day, like it's fun. So people like long workouts too. So yeah. so we we need to stay with the long workouts on those those holidays. Yeah, I, I'm really yeah. I, the workout ended up. The, the timing was right. I wanted 40 to 60. That was my whole whole idea. Again, just not the number of people. Cause I would, all I would have done is take the ski out, put run. Like, that's that's the only thing I would have changed on my own. So, 
Yeah. Pretty funny. Yeah. Thanks, everybody.